Turn with me, please, in your Bibles to Galatians chapter 5. 6, rather. 6, not 5. 6. We'll be reading verses 1 through 5 of Galatians chapter 6. This is the word of the Lord. Why don't you go ahead and stand for this? Just a reminder of our need for reverence. Uh, Our posture helps us with that. Brethren, even if a man is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual Restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, each one looking to yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and thus fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he himself, or if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Let each one examine his own work, and then he will have reason for boasting in regard to himself alone, and not in regard to another. For each one shall bear his own load. Amen. Be seated, please, and let's pray together. O Lord, we rejoice that you are a speaking God, a God who reveals your mind and your will and your person to us. Uh, that uh, you do that uh, generally through the creation, but uh, especially through the scriptures that have been given to us through your servants, the holy prophets and apostles. We ask that as we uh, ponder this text, Lord, um, that you would bless us, that you would use our exposition of it now to make us more like our beloved Savior and that we might be more useful to you, our Master. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Kids, if I were to ask you uh, for one of the ways in which Tegan and, let's say, Olivia are similar... If I were to ask you, what are the ways, what, what is the way in which Tegan and Olivia are similar? You would probably say, most of us would say, well, they're both girls, right? They're both girls. Both Tegan and Olivia are girls. That's true enough, right? But, what is one of the ways in which Tegan and Olivia are different? What's an obvious way in which Tegan and Olivia are different? Well, one of the most obvious ways is that Elizabeth, or excuse me, Olivia, is much more grown up than Tegan is, right? You'll be that way someday, Tegan, but not, not right now. You're, she's, she's quite a bit ahead of you. She's much more grown up, and the, the fancy word for that is mature. She's more mature and, and grown up than you are. And we, all of us need to strive to be grown up in the way that we act. Uh, you, even as a child, can strive to be grown up in the way that you act and uh, to be mature 
uh, as a child, and that's a, that's a good thing. But it's also an even better thing for all of us to strive to be grown up in a spiritual sense, to be spiritually mature, spiritually grown up. And that's something that you children can strive to do at your young age, uh, as well as we who are adults can strive to do more of, become more of as adults. What does it mean to be uh, a spiritual Christian? Paul uh, uses this term here in verse 1. He says, Brethren, if any man is caught in a trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness. Spiritual Christian here, what he, Paul means is someone who is characteristically surrendered to the Holy Spirit's direction, leading, and control. This is the Spirit-filled person who has who has uh, is characteristically a Spirit-filled person. Someone who is more consistent in following the promptings of the Holy Spirit working within him or her than uh, some other uh, less spiritually mature Christian might be. A spiritual Christian could also be described as one whose life is characterized by the attitudes and actions commended by Paul in the previous chapter, in particular uh, in verses uh, 22 and 23. They're the fruit of the Spirit. The more mature uh, person, spiritually, um, is characterized more by those, uh, added, uh, those virtues that Paul commends. And uh, their life is uh, less, is relatively free of the attitudes and actions that are condemned by Paul earlier in that same section. That would be another way of describing uh, somebody. And in the context, that's probably what Paul means. Uh, referencing back to those uh, 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 sins versus uh, uh, commendable characteristics mentioned in the previous chapter. Well, becoming more spiritual, becoming a more spiritual Christian, is something that every believer should do and will do. Not just should, but will. Uh, we, uh, God does not, is not uh, desirous, uh, nor will he tolerate spiritual stagnation. Uh, we are to grow in maturity, and the Holy Spirit within us will inevitably, if only sometimes at a very, very slight advance at a time, but grow us spiritually. We are going to be spiritually moving uh, toward greater spiritual uh, godliness and maturity over time, even if it's a very slow process and fits and starts at times. But we all need to, and we will do that if we really love Jesus and are trusting in Jesus. Well, all this is by way of introduction to the, uh, to the uh, two points that I'm going to make and speak on in the remainder of our time here. The first is this. If you are that spiritual Christian uh, of which I just spoke, uh, characterized, uh, characteristically surrendered to the Spirit's direction and leading and control. God calls on you to help fellow believers who have been overtaken by some sin. God calls on you to help fellow believers who have been overtaken by some sin. And secondly, if you are a spiritual Christian, God calls on you to never forget that you have no cause whatsoever for boasting in yourself. Those are the two points we're going to look at in the remainder of our time. First, God calls on you and me to help our fellow believer, a fellow believer who has been overtaken in some 
sin. Again, first verse, brethren, if any a man is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, each one looking to himself, lest you too, yourself rather, lest you too be tempted. What does he mean by uh, caught in or overtaken by? Um, the, the caught person, the overtaken person, what that means is he has been ensnared by some sin before he had time to reflect uh, on what he was doing. Uh, meaningfully, at least. That's uh, how one uh, commentator put it. He uh, is ensnared in some sin before he had time to reflect on what he was doing uh, in a meaningful way. It also means to be caught in some trespass or overtaken. Uh, it means that the sin got a hold of this individual before he fully realized how either morally reprehensible or spiritually injurious uh, that sin uh, really was, or how grievous it was to God that he was acting that way. Uh, point is, he is he is where he shouldn't be, spiritually, because he has been overtaken by uh, some sin and has engaged in that and has begun to um, uh, wallow in it, if you will. What is just a few examples. There's a couple that I can think of. There are probably many that can be brought to bear. But an example of uh, sin that Christians tend to over uh, be overtaken by uh, in a way that I've just described, where it's kind of um, uh, they don't immediately realize what's going on, is the sin of um, listening or of telling, speaking gossip, um, using uh, malicious words to describe somebody else uh, in front of another person. So uh, it's easy for us to think that there's nothing wrong with sharing something with another person about uh, a third person, uh, some third party, especially if the person we're talking to is somebody close to us, a family member or a close friend. Uh, it just doesn't seem to be, to many people, to be a terribly harmful thing, especially if it's true, and we know it's true. The uh, the uh, the malicious word, shall we say. Uh, that is a sin that is condemned by the scriptures, especially uh, in the proverbial literature. Um, and yet it's one that Christians often get caught up in and forget uh, that it's inappropriate. Uh, and even it's even easier, by the way, to assume that while spreading gossip and or malicious, malicious uh, words uh, about somebody else, while that might be sinful... A lot of people don't realize or immediately understand that passively listening to gossip um, is sinful too. Uh, that's a sin that doesn't immediately...
receive now God's blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen.